The city was swarming, and police chief Abraham Lust had his hands full. The so-called leaders of the city demanded that Lizzie Claiborne be sent to the gallows for murdering her mother. The head of this widespread panic was a political hawk known as Rayford Marley. He spoke clearly in his meaning to what should happen to the 13-year-old girl at a town meeting in the center of New Amsterdam. She should be taken to the gallows and burned to death for what she has done. We now see our young boys and girls growing up so fast before our eyes. And with that, they now even grow without remorse for their actions. Just the other day, a man was robbed by two boys 14 years of age. Lizzie Claiborne's dead eyes tell her truth. She clearly murdered her mother. And some of you question her convictions because of her age. She is capable of this task. And she was the only person in the home with Jessica Claiborne at the time of her murder. Lizzie Claiborne is a demon. And if we do not do our duty, she will cause more of our children to be mysterious demons as well. And the sanctity of this great city could be in serious danger. It is because of men like Josephia Blackstone that we can guarantee the judgment's call will be factual. Those who stood around me began putting their hands upon my coat as if I were the Christ himself. I did not like this attention and shrugged it off as quickly as I could. But in my vision, I did see Lizzie Claiborne murder her mother. Something was not right about it. There was a mysterious sense about Lizzie in the vision that I could not grasp. That evening, I went to the office of Delacy Belson. I'm never in her presence more than a few moments. She is beautiful, but married to one of the most prominent lawyers in New Amsterdam, Cortland Belson. Perhaps she has some insight that could help me clear my mind about Lizzie. I was assured an unpleasant welcome, seeing that my vision has put the city against this young girl. You've got some nerve coming here, Blackstone. You've made a 13-year-old girl the suspect in her own mother's murder. And how are you, Mrs. Belson? You really think she would kill her own mother? I saw her do it. It was Lizzie Claiborne. However, I was coming to help her. Why? In the vision, something did not fare well with me. When she drew the fatal blow, Lizzie screamed with a great bit of emotion. From the moment I laid eyes upon her, when I walked into the home, Lizzie showed little emotion. Has she showed anything in your conferences with her? No, actually. She continues to claim her innocence, though. Of course she claims her innocence. She'd better, the mob will certainly feed her to the gallows. Does she have a lawyer? Yes. 
Cortland is taking her case. That's not like your husband. Usually there has to be some money involved. It's not like you to take things so personal, Blackstone. You're right. She needs representation until I can get to the bottom of this one. I quickly turned and started towards the door to leave. Being around the lacy brings up emotions that are not appropriate for our meeting. She has had an eye on me for a long time, an eye for her. But now that we are older and not mere teens, I have probably latched on more than I should. <clears throat> I'll let you know what I find out. Of course. She clearly saw my flooding of thoughts about her. I've learned never to underestimate the female species when it comes to knowing what a man is thinking. Later that night, I found the companion and was bewitched until the morn. I'm done. I'm done basting with some woman who I care nothing about. I sit here, drinking my cup of wine, thinking, trying to figure out what was this piece that was missing in my vision. The morning sun brightens, and I decided that I would go to the jail to see young Lizzie and ask her for myself. On my way there, I was suddenly stopped by an old man who I recognized from the night of Jessica Claiborne's death. He was the neighbor, Mr. Sloth. He rushed me with a spirited tone. There were two people in the house, detective. How do you know? I know. There were two. I found the Claiborne cat. It's a, a black Bombay breed. It was in my yard. I took the cat back to the Claiborne home and I left it right there in a patch. That's when I saw a little girl, Lizzie. She was looking out the downstairs window. That's when I heard that scream from upstairs. A scream I'll never forget. But how could this be? In my vision, Lizzie was the person who entered the room and murdered her mother. Now I know for sure something is wrong. I quickly made my way to the police station so that I could speak with Lizzie. I was met by Lieutenant Hartwick. Well, it seems we have a shortage of officers and the prisoner needs to be given her lunch. You think you can do that, Blackstone? Hartwick gave me a bowl of oatmeal and a bottle of milk to take down to Lizzie Claiborne. Make sure she eats it all. I made my way down the steps of the police station into a darkened basement where the prisoners are kept. As I got to the bottom of the steps, I saw Lizzie in her first cell. She was safe from all the other prisoners, sitting back against the wall of the cell. At the bottom of her door, there was just enough space for me to slide our food through. 
Some food for you? Why eat, detective? They've already determined my fate. Do you believe so? Why else would you be here? Detective, what did you see in your vision when you touched my mother? You answer me first, and then I'll tell you. Did you kill your mother, Lizzie? Nay. I love my mother. Your turn. I saw you, Lizzie. I saw you murder your mother. It wasn't me. It was her. Her? She stood from her dirty bed and walked to the door of the cell in front of me. There is someone else in the house, Mr. Blackstone. She's there at night. Mostly showing up at midnight. What does she look like? She looks like me. She looks exactly like me. My mind tumbled, nearly cracking hearing Lizzie's tale. But for some strange reason, I believed her. But I still had to stop myself. This was a 13-year-old girl who might say anything to be free. Why did you not tell the police of this? You think they would want to hear the truth? I say not. I want the truth, Lizzie. All you have to do is tell me. And I'll help you. I pulled up a chair, preparing myself for her recollections of this phantom-like person in their home. I was hoping that Lizzie realized that this story must prove to be the best story. For if not, this could be the last time she speaks to anyone if she gets sent to the gallows to die. Okay, Lizzie. Talk.